The mission of Stoughton Hospital is to provide safe, quality health care with exceptional personalized service. We want to be your trusted resource for health information. It's time for Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. You may have heard of physical therapy for various injuries that you've had, but you might not know that physical therapy for women's health is really a burgeoning field and can be so important for the quality of a woman's life. My guest today is Emily Gross. She's a physical therapist with Stoughton Hospital. Emily, when I say women's health in the intro, what am I really talking about? Tell the listener what we're talking about today. So when we're talking about women's health and in the context of physical therapy, we're thinking about you know, the ability to not leak urine, not leak stool, and we're, we're thinking about good sexual health and good mobility of scars if there have been surgeries. Those are the kinds of things that we, that we think about in, and work to treat in physical therapy. Well, it's such a growing field, as I said. So as we're leaking, when we laugh or cough, and I've had babies, so I know, is incontinence or pelvic pain, pelvic floor issues that we're discussing today. Are these a normal part of aging or not necessarily? So that, that's an excellent question. And I hear time and time again, women say, well, I leak a little bit. And isn't that normal? It's part of aging. And, and I think that is just one of the biggest misconceptions about aging. And women suffer unnecessarily all the time with that cough, cough, and, cough and sneeze and leak or turn the key in the door and, oh, my goodness, I leaked a little bit. But this is, um, though, a very common condition. It is not normal. And I think that's the really fine distinction that needs to be made, that this is not a normal condition. And in many, many cases, it's so treatable. Well, and that's a great point that you made that women ask you about this and say, well, I just assumed it's fine. When do we seek help? As soon as someone is leaking, then you should be seeking help. And, you know, the younger, the better. So moms that have just had kids and they're finding that they have pain in their pelvic floor, pain with intercourse after having kids. They have, you know, they're leaking a little bit. They try to get back to their exercise routine and they're leaking come to physical therapy, get treatment before it becomes a much more chronic condition. But even if it is chronic, even if it's been 30, 40, 50 years of this intermittent leaking or even consistent leaking, now is the time to come to physical therapy. There's no need to wait. As soon as you have any kind of symptoms, contact your physician, ask for a referral for physical therapy. Well, I'm so glad that you said that and that women of any age can really do this. So how is it treated by a physical therapist? And women might think, oh, well, this is something I only would discuss with my gynecologist. So what is it that you can do for us? How does physical therapy help with these pelvic floor issues? A basic pelvic floor physical therapy evaluation is going to include a detailed discussion of symptoms and a look into the health history. It will include a musculoskeletal assessment of the low back, the hip, pelvic alignment, so kind of externally looking at how your body moves and um, where there might be joint restrictions, muscle restrictions. Then, you know, as a trained physical therapist to treat the pelvic floor, we do an external assessment of the perineum or the, the, the tissue between your legs and your genital region. And then we do an internal pelvic floor muscle assessment. And this is, the clear distinction here is this is not a gynecological or a speculum exam that you would see with your, your gyneco gynecologist. This is um, a pelvic floor muscle assessment. So, it is looking at how well the, the muscles of the pelvic floor or, you know, the muscles 
that surround the vagina, how well do they contract? How well do they, how well do they function? And it's done by inserting one, a single finger into the vagina and asking for muscle contractions. So it's a fairly quick exam, but it can be very, very helpful in guiding what kinds of exercises I'll prescribe in a treatment session. And so everyone has heard of Kegels. Kegels are an essential part of physical therapy, but I would say, by and large, most women that I meet who have been, quote, doing Kegels for 30 years are probably doing them somewhat incorrectly. And there may be some very significant muscle imbalances that are resulting in their urinary or bowel symptoms or their pain. And so training someone to properly use these muscles and also relax these muscles is really important. We may do some stretching. We may do other manual therapies. There's a lot of behavioral strategies that we can employ when we think about the bladder. The bladder is like a mini brain. It likes to control things. And so we have to teach people how to regain control of their bladder. And so that's kind of the direction of physical therapy treatment. Well, thank you for that description. And you're right. Many women haven't been doing Kegels correctly. And it's not really that easy, that mind-muscle, that proprioceptive connection. We can do it with our bicep, but it's a little more difficult when this is an internal musculoskeletal system that you're trying to attach to, you know, that you're trying to make move or work or feel it. What about some other techniques that you try, maybe biofeedback or, you know, what else might you try besides Kegels and some exercises? That's exactly right. So for for many women, and especially if it's been many years that they've had problems, they can't locate their pelvic floor. You know, you can cognitively say, well, I know it's between my legs and I know it, you know, it surrounds my, my vagina, but I don't know where it is. I don't know how to turn those muscles on. And so for people, for my patients that really struggle with finding their pelvic floor, knowing how to contract and relax those muscles, we can use biofeedback. And so biofeedback is, it's using an electronic device. It's not electrical stimulation or anything like that. It's just using a little electrodes or a vaginal or rectal sensor to assess muscle activity. And then give patients a screen where they can look and see, ah, I'm relaxing my muscles right now, I'm contracting my muscles right now, and they can start to connect what they're feeling in their body as they're relaxing or contracting with how well they're doing um, visually on a screen. And that can really make that mind-body connection so much stronger and so much more effective in their, in their treatment and their recovery from these symptoms. Well, Emily, as we're giving all this great advice about the types of exercises and therapy available for women that have these issues, in your experience, how comfortable are women getting this type of treatment? Tell us about your team, about the caring and compassionate, private, confidential, all of these things that women might feel when they're embarking on physical therapy of this nature. When I see someone in the clinic, it's always in a private space, a private room, um, we have many layers of protection so that people don't accidentally walk in the room. And I always offer my patients to have a second person in the room when we're doing an internal exam. I realize it can be an intimate kind of exam, but some people will be more comfortable just having a second person there to feel like everything is um, out in the open and proper. And so we can provide a fully private experience or a, or we can provide that chaperone or that second person just to increase the comfort level of the patient. 
Um, and we certainly are very sensitive to any difficult history that a patient may have with either um, sexual or birth trauma. We're very respectful of that. And, and if, for some of my patients, that internal exam is just not appropriate for many different reasons. And so that's not that internal exam, even if there's a person who is not comfortable with that piece of the physical therapy experience, that does not mean that they are not a good candidate for pelvic floor therapy. So we're very flexible in how we how we treat each patient and every person as an individual, and we seek to make the experience as comfortable um, and accommodating as we possibly can. Well, that's really comforting to hear. So as we wrap up, what would you like women to know? If they cough, they laugh, they sneeze, they leak, and it's something that is so common, what would you like them to know? Give them your best advice about what you can do for them. Yeah, so... If you're if you're struggling with with that leaking when you cough, when you pick up your grandkids, when you pick up that laundry basket, you're afraid to go out to have coffee with friends because you don't know where the bathroom is going to be. Those are all not normal experiences and there's so much help, there's so much treatment and I would really encourage you to reach out to your physician, ask for a referral for pelvic floor physical therapy. It can, really can make a profound impact and you know, that's why I do my job is because I care about people participating in life and doing the things that are meaningful to them and I would say almost every pelvic floor physical therapist is after that same thing and so get reach out and ask for the help don't just think that it's normal and live with it Wow, what a great segment. Such great advice about what you can do for women because we do typically think that this is a normal part of aging, but as Emily said, it is not. So contact your doctor. You can get a referral for physical therapy and find out what physical therapy can do for your health and women's issues. That concludes this episode of Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. Please visit our website at stoughtonhospital.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Stoughton Hospital podcasts. For more health tips and updates, please follow us on your social channels. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.